Welcome to Smart Parent Successful Students Podcast. I'm your host, Helen Panos. I run a tutoring company for K through 12 students who need help with reading, math, writing, study skills, ACT, SAT, prep, and more. My tutors work both virtually and in person. We specialize in really getting to know your kids and helping them thrive. I was a teacher and leader in a Georgia school system for 25 years. I saw what worked and what didn't. And there are definitely some gaps that teachers can't touch, which is why our tutors are so important. Teachers can only do so much. I'm here to bridge that gap between parents and teachers to help your kids become successful in school and beyond. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Smart Parents, Successful Students. This is our popular podcast series that we have here at Dynamus. We're into our seventh season, and they're always so well received because every season we focus on giving you invaluable information on ways to navigate the educational world. And we get so much great feedback, so much great success from these podcasts that we're just thrilled to be able to provide this for you. I feel very fortunate. Helen does most of these podcasts, right? She often interviews people or uh, conducts her own podcast session. And I'm thrilled that she's asked me to do some of them for this season seven. And so today's podcast is gonna focus on test-taking strategies. What are some test-taking strategies that you and your child can do that helps improve performance on test. And so before I start with, I have four different strategies to use. Let's talk about it. Think about tests just in general. I mean, certainly we have unit tests, we have unit quizzes, we have final exams, we have midterm exams. I mean, it seems like every time you turn around, there's some kind of test that the child needs to take. But then add on to that, SSAT, ACT, uh, SAT. There are all kind of these standardized tests that schools and colleges and everyone are requiring for you to gain admittance or placement into their schools. So test-taking strategies and that's the benefit of this particular podcast. The ones I'm going to mention today can focus on any test you take. It doesn't have to be a test taking or a, a standardized test. It doesn't have to be something to gain admittance into a school. It can be about your unit test coming out on algebraic properties, right? Or it can be your midterm exam over the history of America from 1700 to 1850, right? These are all strategies you can use for every test. And I think they will benefit your child. So what your challenge is as a parent, as I go over these, right? Make sure your child is doing it. When you're studying for it, make sure they're trying to do this and they're implementing these strategies. Now, so there's four I'd like to talk about today. The first one is your responsibility. Did you hear me? Not the child's, it's yours. Before every test, and I don't care what level, 
what importance, whatever. A child should get a good night's sleep on the night before a test. That means making sure they're in bed and lights are out and no phones and no games and they're in bed asleep. And when they wake up, they're gonna feel more refreshed. And part two of this is have a good breakfast for them. I see so many times, and I'm guilty of it too, I'll stay up late doing something. I'll get involved on my phone and before uh, uh, I know it, I've spent an hour on my phone and it's 1 a.m. instead of midnight or 11 instead of 10. We can get into these, I like to call them deep holes of these various apps. Like I love to look at TikTok, right? But I can look at TikTok and 45 minutes later, I'm still looking at TikTok and I think it's been five minutes. So again, make sure you're getting a good night's sleep. And when you wake up, a good breakfast. That doesn't mean running out the door grabbing a banana. That doesn't mean grabbing a granola bar as you go out. That means sitting down, having a decent breakfast. It can still be a quick fix. It doesn't have to be bacon and eggs and sausage and gravy and biscuits and all those things, right? But the point is you're getting a good nutritional breakfast and you're rested and relaxed before you go into school to take your tests. So that's tip one. Tip one, that's you parents. You gotta make your child do that. No ifs, ands, buts about it, right? You're gonna have a good night's sleep and you're gonna have a good breakfast. A special message from Dynamis Learning Academy. Have you noticed that your children have possibly been struggling with writing? They may be anywhere from kindergarten to eighth grade and you have been working with them time after time to try to get them to add things to improve their writing skills. Well, parents, is, it's really not something that you should struggle with. Please reach out to a tutor to help them because they are ex experienced in helping with certain strategies that children need in order to love and, and see writing as a valuable tool for them in the future. Reach out to Dynamis Learn Academy at 770-282-9931 so we can discuss a great writing tutor, which will then help your child improve their writing and have a love for it as well. Thank you. All right, let's go more to the test when the test is actually taking place. Or actually, let's talk a little bit before the test and something that I've mentioned in some earlier podcasts. Make sure your child has studied for that test. I did a whole podcast on study skills. And in that podcast I talked about, that doesn't mean that they've done their homework. That doesn't mean that they've done their project. Make sure that your child studies for the test. If that's 15 minutes, 30 minutes, I'd like to hope maybe an hour, but they review material that they've worked on to make sure they understand it, remember it, reread chapters, reread outlines, make study guides, make study outlines, right? Make sure your child is studying for a test, not just doing their homework and what's required of the class. So, so many times I see this not being done. And I know how we fall into traps with that. I do the same thing. I mean, you're pressed for time anyway. So if we can just get the homework done, then 
great, we're done, right? Well, no, you're not done. You're not done. You need to then study and make sure you understand it and review it, especially the night or a couple nights before the test so that you're studying and you're making sure you understand and know something rather than just doing the homework. I can't stress how much this is important. To me, study skills is a lost art in today's educational world. People don't think of it. They just don't. They think of getting, getting the homework done. They think of you know getting that all accomplished and then you can move on to other things. Study skills are a lost art. And so make sure in your test taking strategies and things that you're trying to implement that you have your child study. All right, third tip. Now we're to the tests. Here are some things that I wanna make sure your child knows to do. On any test, especially on standardized tests, but on any test, the child should go through and answer the questions they know. There are gonna be some easy questions. There just are. They're gonna know it. They're gonna know the answer. If it's multiple choice or whatever, they can circle it, whatever the kind of test it is. But the child should go through and answer all the questions they know. Now, as they go through and they know it, great. If they're not sure and they think they may know it, circle it and come back to it. And then you can spend more time because what you wanna do is make sure you answer all the questions you know, right? And so you, you, you have a sense of confidence. It's like, oh, wow, I'm gonna do great on this test, right? And you feel good about how you're doing. And that's gonna help you as your child progresses through the remainder parts of the test. So you answer the questions you know. Circle the ones you think you have a good idea about, right? And then come back to them. Because chances are, if you think you have a good idea about it, you do. And you'll be able to think about it a little bit more in depth and answer those questions. And then on the questions that you find extremely hard and that you're gonna have to spend more time on, put a square around it. Those you know you'll come back to when you have the time after you've done the other steps and you can focus a little bit more and try to figure those things out, okay? So get into that habit, answer the questions you know, circle the number of the questions you think you know, and then put squares around the ones you don't know but that you can come back to later and hopefully try to figure out. But in doing so, you're gonna get all those questions you know and you're gonna get them done right. It's gonna help your grade. You're gonna go back to the ones you think you know, you're gonna be confident, you're gonna answer those and probably get those right. And then you can focus more on those harder questions that sometimes can frustrate us, get us thinking, oh my God, I'm gonna fail this test, I'm not gonna do well. When in reality, it's just one question, right? Focus on it. You'll be surprised at how you could figure it out. That's tip three. Then tip four, especially on multiple choice questions or any kind of uh, questions where you're given choices, right? Try to eliminate those answers you know beyond a shadow of a doubt are incorrect. All right? I mean, let's talk about, first of all, when you're doing this, make sure you read the question carefully and make sure you know what they're asking, what the teacher is asking. And then in doing so, most teachers, I know they do this on standardized tests, will put choices that are 
not even close to being correct. So if you're understanding the question that's asked and you eliminate the answers you know it can't be, then that gives you a better opportunity of maybe putting the answer that is correct. Let me give you a couple of examples. I was recently instructing someone on math questions. The question was, give an odd number between this number and this number. Well, three of the, or two of the four choices were even numbers. So if you understood the question and know that they were asking for odd, you've eliminated two out of the four answers right there because it can't be an even number, right? And then you make sure you understand the question and pick the odd number that best answers the question. That sounds simple, but I can't tell you the number of times when you're in a test and you read the question, you read it, you don't read it that carefully, you think you understand what they're asking, but you don't. You need to reread the question, understand it, and eliminate those answers that you do, that you know are not correct. And when you eliminate, that just improves your chances of getting it correct. I know this sometimes sounds simple, but in a rushed, hurried world, and you wanna get through the test and you wanna get it done, reading the question and eliminating bad answers is sometimes something we don't do, right? So think about it. So I hope this all helps. There are certainly other things you can always do, uh, depending on the type of test that I could go into and I could give you eight more strategies. But I thought these were the most appropriate for all kind of tests, right? And these are the strategies I wanna make sure you always do. So let's review as we do with all the podcasts, make sure you get a good night's sleep or your child gets a good night's sleep and that they have an adequate nutritional breakfast before they go to school. That's step one. Step two, make sure your child is studied for that test. And again, I don't wanna go into all of it, but that's not doing the homework. Make sure your child is studied. Step three, answer the questions you know first, then answer the questions you think you know, and then last, go back to the questions you find the hardest and attempt to answer those. Use that leveled approach, and I think you'll find success in how you do. And last, read the question, understand the question, and then eliminate answers that you know are incorrect. In doing so, you first of all, you're making sure you understand the question right. And then second of all, you're improving your chances. Let's say there are four chances, four answers, and you eliminate two, you've improved your chances of getting it right by 50%. You only have two to pick from, right? So eliminate those answers you know are incorrect and then make the appropriate selection. So I think if you'll follow all of these four strategies and tips, you'll see that your child does better on tests and is making an improved grade. So, and that's ultimately what we want, right? Better grades, better performance. So I've enjoyed today. I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, as I say, with any of our smart parents, successful students, what we aim to do is give you tips and strategies on ways to make your life better and your child's life better when it comes to school and grades. We know it's challenging and we at Dynamus wanna do anything we can 
to help you improve and better what's going on with your child in school. We love to help. Please call us if you have any questions or reach out to us on the website and we'll be glad to give you further information and suggestions on what we may, how we may could help you even further. So thank you for listening to this Smart Parent Successful Student Podcast and I'll hopefully see you next time. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to Smart Parents Successful Students Podcast. I hope this episode has been insightful and inspirational. Wherever you're listening, be sure to go ahead and subscribe to get the next episodes and to join our email list by going to www.dynamuslearningacademy.com backslash podcast backslash. Also, it would warm my heart if you reviewed the podcast on Spotify and shared it with your community. And remember, I believe that every child would benefit from getting extra support outside the classroom, whether they are struggling or are part of an advanced or gifted program, because teachers just can't do it all. Please connect with me about our K-12 tutoring, SAT or ACT prep classes, and writing workshops to help your child excel in school. I can be reached through email at helen at dynamuslearningacademy.com or by phone at 770-282-9931. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.